Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Sirius. 
What's going on, big homie? How we doing this evening? And, yo, we up eight right now. I mean, it's only a couple mm. seconds before the end of the first half, but we up eight. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Never a dull moment with serious, but uh, good to hear you. Um, and then we also got, um, you know, calling from um, – from from parts unknown, I can say maybe or I don't know. It's it's all good, uh, Mr. Harvey, Michael. What's going on, Mike? What's up, fellas? I you know I'm keeping an eye on this Lakers game because I got to be able to talk about it, and I know we're going to discuss this team, and I think I've made my stance pretty clear lately. Um, but I'm watching LSU baseball, man, mm. uh, and hanging out with the chefs tonight. And uh, writing some stuff up on Big Ten Wrestling from this past weekend. But uh, I'm, I'm watching LSU baseball, man. I'm still enjoying the game of baseball and uh, watching my favorite team, uh, my favorite college team play, and keeping an eye on the Lakers game and ready to dish it out with you guys tonight, man. Share some takes and uh, some thoughts and chop it up. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, the beef is actually here. The beef is here. We got the beef is here. So Aaron is a Rocket fan and Michael is a Laker fan. The mm. beef is here. We have it right here in the kitchen. Sit tight, Sports City. This could get interesting. So yeah, so TP brings up a great point. Thank you, TP, for for bringing it up. So so LeBron goes for fifty six. A uh, couple days. Well, what? What was it? Was it Saturday? Right, Saturday night. Um, brilliant game. A must win. Their their first win since the All Star break. Um, and then he misses the next game, which was what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I I wasn't sure if he was going to play. I was going to kind of leave with that, but he did play. Uh, he's played so far. I think eighteen minutes. Uh, three of nine shooting, only seven points. But he sat out the last game, and the Lakers took a L um, to the Spurs because of a bulky knee. They said it wasn't serious. He's out there playing, but reports were that it was, the knee was swelling. Um, so he he what alarmed me, and I'll come to you, TP, is that he put the pedal to the metal, got 56 points. Everybody um, was back on the king that this is the Laker team. They can make a run if they got LeBron. But then he misses the next game with a knee injury at 37 years old. It's nothing to slouch at. So, I mean, we can go back and forth. We always do about the Lakers' chances. But, I mean, are you concerned with, with LeBron in injury? And, and, or are you more concerned at halftime the Rockets are up five on the last Los Angeles Lakers? I am. Um, I'm overall concerned. <clears throat> as much as um, it's a topic, it's a sports topic to discuss. But um, it's not fair to LeBron for LeBron to be doing this to LeBron. Um, if he's gonna burn himself out just to make the playoffs, it's tough. But I, I mean, he has to try to stay relevant for all that he's trying to orchestrate for this team to be there. But he has to kind of hold it down until Anthony Davis gets reevaluated, and let alone to get on the floor. So there's a lot of things on the floor right now, and for them to be losing to the worst team in the Western Conference says a lot. This team is trying to tank on purpose. The Rockets are tanking on purpose. There's, there's no way that the Lakers should be losing this game, especially while they got aspirations to at least, to me, should have aspirations to make it to 500. They lose this game tonight. They fall to nine games under 500. It, that's heavy. That's that's heavy lifting if they lose this game and LeBron's going to have to put up I want to be fair with a number. Like, Lord, forgive me if I'm saying the wrong number. LeBron's going to have to give them, like, 38 to 41 points a night for them to be competitive to win games. Like, that 56-point game, he had to do that against the Warriors. But I'm saying, like, with the other teams, you see what I'm saying, that he's going to have to play. It looks like that point total is going to have to be carried every night. LeBron shouldn't be able – or not say be able because he can. He shouldn't have to play that way for them to be competitive, mm. like, to compete. So, um, like, of course, me being a fan of the team that I love and a, a fan of the sport, I got the villain in me. <clears throat> this is this is quote unquote Barry Jordan. <laughs> so I love that. You know what I'm saying? But like the an, the analyst in me is like, <clears throat> this is painful to watch the sport of basketball come to this. But I, I I don't like the Lakers, but that's just competitive nature. But they shouldn't be at this point in time. And I I've been saying week after week. 
I want to see how they look after the All-Star break. They have not turned that switch on yet. They, I never even really, like, looked at it like this. They have only won four games since February 1st. That, wow. That's incredible. That That is an incredible number at this point in time. They have to get started. They have to win this game right now. They lose this game, it's over. I could, I could care less. Or if they do, I'm not impressed that they go on a run <laughs> after this win. They can't lose to the Rockets tonight. That, that, that's heavy lifting for that team right now. And um, I had a discussion on another network also. I don't think Vogel makes it past this season, whether they make the playoffs or not. Even if uh, – the, the one thing that will save them is if they win an NBA final. They win an NBA final, he keeps his job. But any type of loss, Western Conference final, semifinal, first round, no, he's done. He's, he's gone. So the Lakers got a lot of issues to fill and um, magic statements also of uh, – Today, I don't know if people seen it, Magic made a statement in rallying all of the people in Los Angeles and California to leave the Westbrook family alone, to rally behind Russell Westbrook because you guys, well, the, the Lakers need him. So they need you to, like, lift his spirits up, and hopefully you guys don't yell at him. It's like they're paying money to watch the game too. But nevertheless, Magic is trying to save this guy. So it's incredible what the Lakers are facing at this point in time. I mean, TP, go back into that because – the the comments that came out um, from his wife on tw- on Inst- or Twitter um, about the death threats it's just disgusting to me and I, I definitely want you to elaborate on that a little bit more that Magic came out and, and kind of wanted to you know put his arm around him in public um, you know that's I think the comments that when Westbrook says it's bigger than basketball that he's more concerned I think he's alluding to that in the past and we didn't know what was going on now it came out like this guy's getting I mean, what kind of fan are you to to to, to death threats for for a player in his family? I mean, it, it's just out of this world. I mean, I just want you to hit on that real quick, and then I'm going to send it around. I can see the jokes. I can see the name calling because Russell actually mm-hmm. puts it on himself when he's talking junk, making faces, fighting people, doing things on yeah. the court that would you know aggravate people, but. For some odd reason, this always happens to African Americans. When they don't perform well, or something happens, they get that death threats. And I don't, I don't like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, my father raised me up to be a historian. Uh, taught me how to read and look after guys like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. He was growing up in that era. I, I just don't like that. It, it's a different dynamic. I didn't, I didn't think we were gonna go that way. <clears throat> but um, I don't like it. For Russell Westbrook to have to have his family deal with death threats, like like it, it it turned me another way when his wife put that up on Twitter and I read that yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. And for them to have to deal with death threats is like nah, like this this is taking a whole other turn. I could like I said I could handle him getting called names because his play warrants it. He's a turnover monster. I had to deal with that all of his career in OKC. But you got to take his good with his bad, LA. You got to take his good with his bad. Whether he's turning the ball over or missing crazy shots or missing free throws. That's the bad in him. The good is that he can attack. He can get to the rim. He can get dunks. He's getting you anywhere from six, seven, or eight, or nine, or ten assists a game if if that's in him. So, like, there is some good in him. But, you know, like, people that are in the L.A. media or Miami media, New York media, or Philly, they're spoiled. So they're used to getting top, you know, top-notch play or, you know, cream, cream of the crop type situation, and it's just not happening. And they need the fall guy where Russell Westbrook looks like it is him, but it's more than just Russ. It can't be put all on his shoulders. It's everybody, including LeBron. Even if LeBron is scoring 29 points a game, LeBron has issues, too, within the game, too. So if y'all going to throw death threats and throw it at everybody, it's not fair. And, and I like, personally, this, this is a personal situation. I, I can't stand it. I don't like it. It's a sport. It's a game. And, and that's the part I understood when Russ said that. He's like, it's a game, and it, it's, it's gone mm. beyond it. So I, I feel for Russ on that one. Yeah, I, I can't I can't agree more. I just you know, you're right. It's you know you're you 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 should get booed if you're playing bad basketball. I mean, or or what have you. Um, you 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 get heckled, right? That's a part of the game. But to take it to this level where now Russell's coming out and saying he doesn't even want his family at the games because of this, it, yeah. that's disgusting, man. That's that's terrible. That's terrible. That, um, go ahead. Go that's ahead, the piece of this. Yeah, that's the piece that gets me. It's like you, you say you're coming home, and then now 
uh, you don't even want your family to come to the game. Just one thing to be heckling. It's another thing for people to just uh, yell all the kinds of shit that they that they yell. I I mean, obviously, I agree 100% with everything said about the death threats and all that. But I mean, just when it's such an environment that your family can't even come see you play and do what you love, and it's that hostile, like there there's definitely something wrong and. Um, for anybody uh, doing things like that, like I hope they're made examples of. And for anybody still thinking about doing something like that, like grow up. This is a, it, it is a game at the end of the day. There's nothing wrong with jokes and heckling and whatever else. But when you start including family or you start talking about people's life, like you've gone way too far and. I mean that's that's pretty much all there is to to say about that. But to tie it back together with the team really fast, if you want me to, or I can wait to let you see the Westbrook thing. Yeah. Right okay. Um, go ahead. But I mean, CP and I said on this network on Sunday, like we talked about LeBron's performance tonight before, and I said I'm not impressed. They just lost three of the games that week, about four or five since the All Star break. You know, that was the only game that they had won, and so. And I said, if if you had won another game that week, whether it be, I mean, Dallas or New Orleans or any other game that they had played that week, and then you combine that with that Golden State win, then maybe it looks a little better until you can start to make me think that you're about to go on any kind of run. This team's not going anywhere. The the deal is, is that the teams at the bottom of the Western Conference are not as strong as they once were. You know, with Dame's injury and other things in Portland, they may still be make a play in, um, but not much beyond that. I'm just this uh, this team isn't very good. I knew Westbrook would be made the scapegoat when they first made the deal, and TP's 100% accurate. There is plenty of blame to go around from the coaching staff to the general manager to LeBron James to uh, maybe even the medical training staff, depending on what they're doing with Anthony Davis, because something's not working. Like, there's plenty of blame to go around for this disappointing flop of a season uh, for this team. And even if they win tonight, they're still what seven games under 500. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, that, you, you're right. I mean, you can you can go with the owners. You can go a lot of different places where blame can be handed down on this team. Nobody is uh, blameless. Everybody's accountable. I just feel like Russell gets unfairly a lot of the blame, and it's not fair. Um, like you said, it, it, it can go around. I mean, Anthony Davis said you can blame the medical staff, but what, he's always hurt. He's been hurt everywhere he goes. He doesn't take the medical staff with him. Um, you know, you see, you see it in New Orleans. I mean, he can't stay on the court. Um, when he's on the court, he's he's an all-time player, but he's never on the court. You never see him. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a mess in L.A. Cheers, I'll let you clean this up, and then we'll, we'll eat some more dishes. You know, gentlemen, I, I'm going to go ahead and echo a lot of the same sentiments um, about making the death threats to uh, Russell Westbrook and his family. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of these – one of these fans that if you are stinking up the joint, I'm gonna let you know about it. You know, let, let's let, let's keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Russell Westbrook right now is averaging 18 points a game. That's his. He hasn't averaged less than 20 since his second year in the league, where he averaged 16 and a half. He's shooting literally 43% from the field, 28% from three-point range. He's a liability. Um, on the offensive and defense side of uh, side of the basketball, so his play is is the catalyst for people calling on Westbrook and things of that nature. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys, you know, I, I do not condone the death threats. Again, I'm gonna emphasize this: I do not condone the death threats. But he's getting upset for people calling on Westbrook um, and citing the fact that you know his son is you know not able to go to school or, you know, being, you know, embarrassed, you know, to have the last name Westbrook or whatever the case may be. And I, unfortunately, that comes with the position and with how you play. You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm, I'm in the middle of finishing the article, of course, to be shut about it. But his deal, Russ, 
if you want to sit there, like T.T. alluded to, and make the faces and dunk on people and contribute to calling KD a cupcake and all this other type of stuff when you mm-hmm. left OKC, then you really have to take your medicine right here and understand that your play is below the line. You know what I'm saying? We can sit here all day and say, you know, that LeBron James is the shoulder of some of the blame. And, and again, I agree with that. AD not being there. I get that. The fact that the roster is depleted of any type of available and adequate substitutions and depth. I, I, I get all of that. But at the end of the day, you came to L.A. to compete for a championship. Period. End of discussion. And you being the super megastar that you are, the, the, the amount of arguments and, and back and forth that, we, that, that, that me and Thomas had on this very network, the amount of arguments and back and forth that I've had in other, in, 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 in other trash talkings and, and other programs and this and the third, saying that this, is, this guy is, is a stat grabber. This guy just runs and he runs and he bounces out the gym. And, you know, the reason why he's so effing good is because he is the only option. I'm saying you, you, you have to deal with this. You're averaging 18 points a game. This is your third career. This is your third lowest point average since you were a second year player in the league. You know what I'm saying? So again, no death threat. Again, no death threat. Stop with the death threat. Stop, you know, harassing his wife and his kids and making it to, you know, they don't want to leave their house for for, for you know for, for milk and cereal. But at the end of the day. I, I, I don't feel sorry for you not wanting to bring your your, your family to the game. I I, I, I I don't feel sorry for you because, again, your play is why they're calling you West Brick. Your play is why they are booing you every time you touch the ball. Your play is the reason why you're not playing meaningful minutes and crunch time with this bad of a depleted roster. Let's put the onus there. Okay, for Russell Westbrook and the re- and, and, and the season he's having, let's put the onus there. Okay, take ownership for your effort. Take ownership for the reason why you've been playing that. Take ownership for that, and stop putting on the simple fact that you know what I'm saying people are harassing you or or, 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 or you can't bring your family to the game. Again, like I said a second ago, you're shooting 43 percent from the field. Okay, you're averaging 18 points a game. That's unacceptable even by your own standards. You built us on this big pedestal. You, you, you set the bar so high that you can't even reach it, and now you're getting mad at us for, for reacting to the not reacting to the bar that you failed to reach. Do better, Russ. Do better, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope, right? Like, I, I agree. Listen, the death threats are, are no good, and, and the, the threats to his family is no good, but... I mean, he, you got to take your cake and eat it too at, at a certain level. Um, I can see where you're coming from. Um, you know, his play hasn't been good this year. Um, it, it's not fair to blame it all on him. But, um, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's so it, – it's just when it goes beyond, like, the, the, the safety of the court, like, tackling when you've got a ticket and you're there, fine. But when it gets outside of that, I just can't, you know, I can't, I can't get on on board with that. Um, to your to you guys' point uh, that TP, you know, brought to the to the table. Um, but you know, again, you know, you're right. When he makes a spectacular play, and you know, in in he's got that look and mean mug, and it's great. But then when he doesn't make a good play, he doesn't want people to boo. I think it's kind of like that. It's, it's, it's society as a whole. I think at a certain extent. Um, but I think the comments that he made when he was like, hey, he had no expectations when he came to L.A., I think that bothered a lot of people, including Magic Johnson. It's like, how can you not have expectations coming to L.A.? L.A. is about championships. I mean, they got 17 of them. Um, you, you, you weren't brought here to, to just have a good season. You were brought here to, to win a chip. So I think that's where people kind of got turned off by him. But like I said, but when it gets beyond that, it gets personal. I, I you know, I can't co-sign that. You know, I, I refuse to. So I, I agree with you guys. But um, yeah, let's 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 move in. Uh, call in number. Excuse me. Call in number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. The callers cook out. TP timeless. The villain, Mr. Harvey, serious. 
all on board. Um, conference tourneys are going. Um, like I said, I'm watching uh, I'm watching St. John's put a beat down on DePaul. I think Georgetown plays next. I think they put uh, play Seton Hall. So that um, you know, I don't know if Georgetown can make a run. Uh, having a tough go at it. Got some young talent, but t- tough go at it. TP this year. Um, but you know, as in, and like I said, the ACC tournament they got they got going in Brooklyn. So you know, a lot of good stuff there. But I want to turn excuse me. I want to turn my attention to uh, what we kind of touched on a little bit last night um, on the NFL front office show uh, Tuesdays at nine o'clock with Sirius in, in the Village Shameless Plug. Um, we talked about Calvin Ridley. Um, getting getting handed a full year sus- suspension for gambling uh, on games. Uh, he was gambling on his team, gambling on certain games. He came out and made tweets about it, where um, he said it was only fifteen hundred dollars. He says he's not a gambler. He know he was wrong, but it was just it it, it it was. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish by tweeting. I think he made it worse. But um, the NFL handed down a, a pretty, I guess you could say a harsh suspension. I guess that's what we'll, we'll discuss right now. Um, TP Timeless, um, I'll come to you first on, on Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons being suspended for the full season, um, basically foregoing about $11 million. Um, so he won't be able to play this year. Uh, do you agree with the, the, the length of the suspension? And, and do you have any other opinions on the suspension in general? Um, <clears throat> of course, I have an opinion. Um, forgive me, Sports City, as I try to get into this the best that I can. Um, it's bad when you're of minority descent that you have to be the example. And um he did something that he shouldn't have done. However, if he was betting on Atlanta to win or lose, um, if, if you were so gung-ho on making it happen, you could have went through different channels to make it happen. They caught you, but the bad part about it is, is now the NFL is making an example out of it. I had this discussion earlier today, and I'm going to do it again. Um, they're giving him a year-long ban, which I think they'll probably end up revisiting throughout the remainder of this spring and summer season and seeing how they approach the fall. But with them making an example of him, let's just look at these scenarios. So we have a scenario where two people wore the number seven, same uh, position. One knelt for people dying. One uh, accusably, or however they look at it, were, you know, sexually assaulting women, Right. One of them was being blackballed from playing football again. The other one had a slap on the wrist and missed, I think, four games. But it was at six or eight, and they cut it down to four. And it's like these scenarios are what happens. So you mean gambling where it takes place and is being legalized across the board in the nation is poo-pooed on to the point where you're either banning players from playing in a league or banning them from the Hall of Fame, things of that nature, or somebody actually doing something for a cause of people losing their lives compared to somebody that's not of minority descent where you slap these guys on the wrist for something that's way more heinous of a crime. And it's a real crime. If me, you, Aaron, or Mike did something like this, we would be in jail. We would be in jail. And I'm a, I'm a Roethlisberger fan, and I'm, I'm already giving up the names right now, Kaepernick and Roethlisberger. So it's bad when they make an example out of you being Kaepernick because <clears throat> he got to two Super Bowls. He's won one. He lost one. You, uh, no, excuse me. He got to a Super Bowl. He lost it and got to an NFC championship. I said that wrong and lost in the NFC championship as well up against Seattle. So he was somewhat successful. And I think at that point in time, he's better than a good amount of quarterbacks in the league. But they have to make the quote unquote example out of you because of your descent. At least is what I'm looking at, where there's people that do crazier things also. So it's bad that Calvin Ridley also, before this happened, had a mental health issue, but you had enough, you know, mental mindset to make this assessment or try to make something happen to, to you know, make a, a financial gain, if you will, that ended up costing you $1,500, but it ended up being an $11 million negative jump, you know, at the end of the day. So I, I, I it, it's bothersome on the way this went down. I understand 
where the NFL went, they they could have, you know, gave him the four, six, or eight, however you wanted to give him a suspension for a year long for something that a lot of them could be caught up in because now it, looking at the investigation, they said the feds may get involved because there's other names that could be involved in this also. So there may be more than just Calvin Ridley. So I want to see what they come up with. If they come up with other names and if, if does everybody get the ban? Because if not, if they start giving people four or six game suspensions, it's like, what, what was going on? Y'all just jumped the gun to shoot the gun at him. So I, I'm, I'm bothered because this happens in all the sports, and, and I'm tired of how they, you know, make examples out of people. Um, and that's just in the, the criminal system to, I guess, entertainment or sports and entertainment as well. They, they, they try to make examples out of people to be like, don't do this because you'll look like him, you know. So I don't know. That, that's where I am at. That's where I'm at with it right now. Listen, um, I totally agree. Listen, they 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 had handed out a BS suspension to make an example out of it, and I and I wanted to look at the Calvin Ridley situation, TP, in its own context, right, and in its own bubble. But it's hard not to look at it and then look at all these other type of suspensions and incidents that have happened and, and compare it. You know what I mean? Like you're right. Like you can any kind of sexual harassment or any kind of domestic violence against kids or women, you get a shorter suspension, six, four, six games, whatever. This guy's gambling on a game. Now, mind you, he's, it's only $1,500. He got a year. It doesn't matter how much it was, but it's, but they're trying to say, okay, because it's in the CBA, because you were told not to do it and you still did it and you knew you were doing it and it was wrong. This is why you guys. I'm not. I'm not against that, but the length of the suspension and how quick the hammer came down after the an investigation was done that nobody knew about is one thing. It's like, okay, the owners are making these rules, but nobody. Have we ever heard anything against the owner in Miami, uh, Ross yet? Stephen Ross. I mean, he's he's allegedly paying a coach to lose games. That that messes with the integrity of the game. We're not hearing anything about that. We're not – the NFL didn't even come out and say this is a serious matter or we're, we're going to investigate, blah, blah, blah. They said, no, this, this is a baseless claim. This is how the – this is where I agree with you, TV. Like, the context of it, it's just – it's mind-boggling. The NFL has no handout getting all this money from gambling once it got legalized. The, you know, they got the Raiders in, in your home away from home in Las Vegas. The Super Bowls in your home away from home in Las Vegas. They're getting money hand over fist, and then when something like this happens, here comes the hammer. Michael, I mean, do you see an hypocrisy here? Are we off base, or, I mean, like, does the punishment fit the crime so far for for Mr. Ridley? So, no, I think that we are definitely not off base. There is uh there is there is some double standards here, obviously, and um, there is some some privilege. There are times of a lot of that. If any of us committed any of that stuff, we would be in jail. Much less this. Um, I I think though that I honestly think that it's more about. Is being too light on people like Big Ben, for example. Uh, Kaepernick, obviously, being um, having his career unjustly ruined. Um, but as far as Ridley, like, come on, dog. Like, man. You could have, you could have, like, you could have gone other ways. You could have called June, bro. You could have played listen to Erica by it. You would have called Tyrone. Like, there are so many <laughs> other ways that you could have gotten these bets made. Well, I mean. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's so many different ways you could have got these bets made on a on a low low, right? And like, it's like almost like you wanted to get caught. Like, you 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 got your hand in the cookie jar. Ran back in your room, ate your cookies, and came back out with crumbs all over on both sides of your mouth. Like you just wanted to like leave uh, a trail, right? So 
<laughs> I, I do think that with gambling becoming more legalized and more more, more accepted now than it has been in a long time ever, like, I think it's going to continue to be a bigger and bigger uh, thing until there are going to be, you know, suspects or conspiracy theories or questions about fix being in and if uh, certain players uh, did anything to compromise the integrity of the game. And so I think that probably some of the penalties uh, for gambling are going to be uh, more harsh than maybe we think might be fair. But I, I think you're going to see them try to crack down hard on that to make sure that, um, listen, there, there is money to be made in the gambling world, as you guys know, clearly. And if the NFL has relationships with partners and things like that, then they can make sure that they're the ones uh, at least gaining from it. Um, and so I, I think any levels of suspicion or um, any situations where people could be compromising the integrity of the game, those are definitely going to be going to be policed with, with an iron fist, so to speak. Um, that being said, you know, we mentioned those double standards. We mentioned those things. And, and I think it has shown up in many different aspects. I've been vocal on this network and other places uh, questioning the, you know, coaching in the NFL and percentages and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, uh, are we willing or – how many people are willing to take a stand and say this isn't right, and we're not going to uh, we're not going to watch this product. We're not going to still be tuned in to uh, to what happens on Sundays and Mondays and some Thursday night games. I don't know. I, I mean the the shield the shield is almost Teflon, right? Like no matter how much hypocrisy we see, we know it's out there. Like, if you think Calvin Ridley's the only one gambling or doing fantasy, then I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. But even either way, we're still going to watch. We're still going to pay our money. Like, we're still going to love our – it's like it, the, the shield, just, it just gets away with it. it it's crazy to me. It, it is. Serious. I'll, I'll let you chime in on it. I mean, what do you think? Of, is it a hypocrisy? Is it a fair punishment? I mean, is it completely stupid what Ridley did, or is he not? You know, is he vilified? What are we talking about here, bro? Well, there, there, there's a lot to unpack here, and I wish we were able to get to it yesterday, but you know, the craziness then ensued and ensued. Um, here's my take on it: um, Is Calvin Ridley being vilified? Yes. Um, there is no reason why. A player sitting on his couch, you know, gambling his money away should be banned for a year from playing the sport when we've got people who have played in the league for doing significantly more anus activity, like TP alluded to, you know, domestic, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, so... Is Calvin really made to be set an example of? Yes. But here's where I want to go with this, okay? Calvin really kind of did this to himself. You know what I'm saying? He went on the fan duel, used his own name. You know, he was going into the final year of, uh, of, of his rookie deal to which, you know, he could potentially hit free agency going into next year because of the suspension. Now, now they may be able to – you know, reduced it or whatever it takes to be, but it doesn't even sound like Calvin Ridley and his team is appealing the suspension. You know, based off the tweets and things that I've seen, he said he's going to take a year and just chill and be back better than ever. With that being said, he's tied to the, the, the Falcons for the next two years because he's sitting out this next year, then he, then he still owes them a year before he hits free agency. So essentially his, his – his $1,500 bet cost him 11 one this, this year and potentially the ability to make more in free agency because, again, this guy, I mean, he's one of the top receivers in our game. So, you know, the, the bank was going to come for him at some time. He, he, he messed his own self up, you know what I'm saying? 
And so big picture, I'm not going to touch on what, you know, Mike alluded to and what T.P. alluded to because I agree with it all, but I'm taking it from a different angle. Kyle really did this to himself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, when you are a, a, a player, you know what I'm saying, you know, you got, you got to look big picture. You got to think big picture here. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, that, that, that he is now placed in this position where um, he cost himself money more than just the 15 that he, that he gambled away, but, you know, the potential to, to, to make more. Um, I'm, and, you know, I'm not sure what marketing thing that he has or whatever case may be, but I'm pretty sure these guys are pulling out, you know, because he's not, he's not marketable. Now he's not going to be on the field. You know, he can't, he, he, he can't sell stuff in Atlanta with the Atlanta Falcons because he's not on the field. So he ended up costing himself more money by this particular situation than he was going to make by hitting on his parlay. That's the first thing. The second thing I want to talk about, and again, I was talking with a good friend of the program, Black Zach, offline about this, is, you know, he took, you know, a good portion of the season off due to mental uh, health issues, and he felt as though yeah. he needed to take some time away. That is now being called into question, which it should not be. You know what I'm saying? A, 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 a mental health situation, whether you be male or female, should not ever be up for debate, should not never be scrutinized. We don't know what goes on in a player's mind and in a person's mind. And, these, and, you know, he does play the game of football where CTE and all that other type of stuff is it, it, a real thing. But now due to the situation, they have people have – he has opened the door for people to scrutinize and criticize and, and, and try to connect the dots. You know, I, I think back to when Michael Jordan, you know, stepped away from basketball – you know, and people are trying to say, well, because he had a gambling problem, or whatever the case may be, that, that people are going to try to connect the dots and paint this picture of you that may not necessarily be the right picture to be painting, all because you made a mistake, or all because you got yourself involved in a situation that you should not be involved in. You know, my prayers will go out to Kyrie. I hope there's some people around him um, that are in his corner. Um, because he is going down a, a very dark road, um, and, you know, you need, you need your team around you. You know, when you're not playing ball for an extended period of time, that, 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 that safety net that you have relied on is taken away from you. So now what is it going to do next season? You know, I, I hope he doesn't find himself into more trouble, um, and, you know, this year-long suspension, should it hold up, what could be compounded with something else. So, again, prayers up for Calvin Ridley. I, I really hope that, you know, there, there are a support system and a team around him. Um, but, unfortunately, due to his own actions, he kind of shot himself financially in the foot more times than the, you know, 15 that he lost. Yeah, I mean, it, it was dumb. It wasn't the only sport he was gambling on. He was gambling on NBA, they said, for larger amounts, thousands of dollars. Um, you know, but to your point, like, you know, doing these stupid bets cost you, like, over $11 million, if not more. But, I mean, like, the, the, I get it. It's, they, if you're associated with the game, you shouldn't be betting on the game that you're in. I get it. Um, you know, even though he was betting on the Falcons to win, he could still have inside information that others aren't privy to. That it, it's the quote-unquote integrity of the game. But I love how Goodell and them use that integrity of the game. And it's like, it, you're not protecting the game. You're just protecting your money. You're protecting your investment. You know what I mean? You don't want to lose sponsors. You don't want to lose that digital money, all that stuff that comes with It's not the game itself. It's the money that the game's making for these owners. Because if it wasn't about the integrity of the game, we'd be hearing more about Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins. We haven't heard a peep since the lawsuit came out with um, – with Brian Flores, oh. so don't give I'm, me that. I'm gonna be honest about though. It. Go ahead. I'm gonna be honest <clears> though. <throat> I, maybe if we're talking about uh, spreads and we're talking about a different thing, but I'm just not sure that I see anything wrong with you betting on your own team to win a game. Like, I, I, I think that, that's I mean, a huge. I think that's a huge I, problem, I Mike. I understand where you're coming, and I understand we can't have players betting. I I get that. I'm just saying, like. If you ain't betting against or trying to throw games and whatever else, and you just betting that you can win, 
Like, I'm not sure that that's as big a problem as a lot of other scenarios. I mean, it's, if you bet on them to lose, it's a big problem. But even if you bet on them to win, I think it's a problem because you're in the meeting rooms. You're in the game plan rooms with the, with the receivers or with the team and the quarterback, what have you. So you have an unfair advantage. You know what your team can do that would be successful against that other team. It's, it, it's a, you know what I mean? Like, it's still a problem. Like, I, I don't condone betting on your team, even if it's to win or lose. Like, you, you still, like, it's still an unfair advantage. Like, you know what I mean? That, like, getting inside information. It's like if I, I work at a, a, fi, a, a financial solutions company, if I knew ahead of time that they were going to acquire another company and I bought stock in them, that's an unfair advantage, right? It's the same thing. So, um, listen, I, I get where you're coming from, still a problem. But I, I just, I, I lean into what TP is talking about. Like, it's all hypocritical. It's the, the hypocrisy is out of this world. Like, what are we talking about here? You're, you're not protecting the game. You're protecting your investment. You know what I mean? So, you know, don't, don't tell me, like, you're doing it for the game, for the love of the game, or, you know what I mean, the purity of the game. You're doing it because of your wallet. Just the same reason that you have gambling and you, you're in bed with FanDuel and, 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 and DraftKings to begin with. It's Caesar's Sportsbook. You know what I mean? Like, every you're talking about odds. ESPN's talking about odds. I mean, I watch Sports Night in, in New York. They're talking about odds because they're in bed with, um, with Caesars. Like, give me a break. It's all about the money that you're, it's generating, the sponsors that it's getting you. So, it's listen, he's Calvin Ridley, you knew the rules. You shouldn't have done it. You did it anyway. You got caught, hand in the cookie jar. But um, to TP's point, there's a lot of hypocrisy that is circling around this and, and other suspensions that just gives you cause to pause. Um, yeah, so – Honestly, I, I want to clean up the show. I, I mean, want to talk but, about. But, 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 did, but did Ben do it to his wall? Say it, say it again, TP. Did Ben do it to himself? Did Ben Roethlisberger do it to himself? Do what? When when he got caught in that Georgia bathroom with, with his teammates outside the bathroom. Uh-huh. Did he? What, what yeah, happened, he, what he happened did, there? Right? So, so it should have been more yeah. than just Ben. It should have been the players that were there with him. He got a four-game suspension compared to somebody spending their money and doing what they want to do with their money. You're being made an example out of. You see no, what I'm I, saying? I, I, yeah, I agree put, with you. They they're making an example themselves. out of them. They're, right. they're, they're so, making an example out of them, but it's, it, TP, it's in the collective bargaining agreement that you signed. You're not supposed to gamble I, on games. Okay, and he's committing like, a he full-on crime. No, wait, he's he's committing a full-on crime. Who, really? Ben Roethlisberger. You yeah, but those are two separate incidents. I, I'm focusing on, on Ridley, though. Like, Ridley but, broke no, the rule. No, I got it. I got and, it. And he, this one and he was teaching about it. I mean, I, 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 I get this what This is what I'm saying being made an example out of because if we're looking no, at I agree right, with you. Okay, I agree. Michael Vick, Michael Vick, Michael Vick served time for fighting dogs. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that still goes on today in America, even in the state that I live in, in the states that I'm, uh-huh. my family is from. I know that it happens. So mm-hmm. this is an American thing. This, this, you know, but like the culture of that act, I don't even want to like use the word. That's an American culture thing. Like, that's been going on for hist- historical times to when we were brought over on ships and they did that to both sexes. Mm-hmm. Both sexes. Our, some of our families have gone through this. And that that's excusable right. in comparison to a, a wager being made to where people like myself go to a city named Las Vegas and people that I know have gone to Las Vegas and done the same thing. And I get it, it may be in the collection bargaining agreement, but it's okay to okay the situation that happened in that bathroom. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not, I, I'm not okaying anything that Ben did. I, you know I me, mean? I've oh. been critical of that. I, I, it, I've never, I've never co-signed it, but I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Ridley, 
but so you're so you 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 think you think the suspension for Ridley shouldn't have happened at all? Not that it was too heavy. No, 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 no. Why don't you go eight? Do the six and, and go go do ten and see if you can right. cut it in half like you're right. doing everybody else. Don't don't just say year right. band and it don't even actually. look like we got a shot to play football again for the season. Because you did it to everybody. You yeah. had Spygate, Deflategate, and these guys got eight games, got cut to six or four with uh, Bill Belichick getting a $250,000 fine. Like, let them have to pay a fine. Like, wh- wh- what's going on here? You had uh, that's, Flash Gordon that's getting exactly a year I mean. in and year out for smoking weed, but now it's legal in Washington and Colorado where Washington, he played football in. He played, uh, he played football in the state of Washington with Seattle. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you said it's CBA, though. Oh, say it again, sure. and then Mike go ahead after him. Well, what I'm saying was, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree with TP, but you know, smoking weed or whatever is still against the CBA. But you know, I, I, again, I agree with them. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the year long suspension for for something at, like this is just obscene, you know. And we said here on this network, and the other networks that were affiliated with, you know, what I'm saying like the fact that Roger Goodell is the end all, be all judge and jury. On, on, on these type of matters is is ridiculous because the punishment tends to never fit the crime. You know what I'm right. saying? Like the, the, he he's not a habitual offender. Saying like, heck, you know, Plexico Burris cheddar bobbed himself and he still only got what what, what was it eight games? <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like at the at the end of the day, like there needs to be an independent arbitrator who sits there and goes through these things individually, and he or she or they collectively come to an agreement, and then the punishment is levied out. The fact that Roger Goodell can say that you know betting on games is worth a year long suspension, but you know Ben Roethlisberger or or you know, Greg Hardy or um, smoking weed or performance enhancing, whatever the case may be, wearing improper socks, not tucking in a jersey is worth a game check. Um, and, you know, five five $5,000 is asinine because, again, the punishment never fits the crime. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I agree with TP on this one. It's not often I do, but I agree with him here. Michael, so that's a question. Do you think, do you think if, if Tom Brady bet on the game, you think they would give him a year-long ban? Honest? Hell no. Hell no. Okay. That's, 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 no that's further not even a question. No, for, no, for, no further questions, Your Honor. You know what, TP? I'm sorry, Mike. I didn't get to this. 98 97 Lakers, end of three. Augustine just grabbed the ball and threw up a shot at the elbow as the clock ran out. Uh, Rockets just a few too many turnovers in the third quarter, but Lakers just up by one uh, going into the fourth. We ain't talking about the Lakers and Rockets oh, right now. Thank you. No, the TP makes a great point. I wanted to go back to it real quick, and then I wanted to talk Carson Wentz. We're, we're not going to have enough time. Um, I'm, I'll just put this out, and then we can. I, I'll get everybody's opinion on, on the Wentz move. Like, didn't what Bill Belichick do with the deflate gate and the videotaping, didn't that the integrity of the game? He, was he ever suspended, like, for a, amount of time? Like, you know what I mean? No, like, he, there he is a lot of hypocrisy that I He just got a fine. He exactly. just got a fine. He, he just got fine. Exactly, TP. He just got a fine. Yeah. And, and what, what's to say that the integrity that he compromised is in, as important as Calvin Ridley? It's, you could bring it in a race. Uh-huh. And you can bring in the the pecking order that he's a white coach, a black player, whatever you want to say. The the punishment to me didn't fit the crime, right? I don't. I feel don't he should have been suspended, but for a year. Go ahead, Mike. Sean Payton got a year. For yeah, he got a year for a bounty for the bounty thing, right? Yeah. Right. He 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 got so he got the hammer on, but Bill Belichick cheated the game too. So there's that. It's that. It's, there's no. There's no it's real different. scale to this thing. It, but it's different because the bounty yeah, gate is you're actually trying to injure somebody, and that wasn't him. That was Greg Williams, but he falls in line with it because he's the head coach. He had to pay the tab. Right. That's trying to actually mm-hmm. hurt or injure somebody. That could mess with somebody's career. Somebody could get killed or injured. Like you, you see what happened with the mm-hmm. movie in concussion. 
with Will Smith and them and how they try to deny right. that movie because CTE the real thing that ended up getting Junior Seau to murder himself and um, um, mm-hmm. Aaron Hernandez to take his own life. So these these are serious issues. To look at the situation that we mm-hmm. have with what we face with other coaches like Belichick and them, for them mm-hmm. just to have to pay a tab, like let alone that knowing how close he is with Kraft, Kraft probably paid that two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So I was like, y'all, you think mm-hmm. I, I got that in my wallet right now? You ready here? Huh? And it's over for a Super Bowl. For a Super Bowl, that's all I got to pay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, see, see, see you later. Yeah, see you. so, <laughs> so I, I listen. I agree, TP. I listen. I if I was Ridley, I'd be appealing it, and they should knock it down to at least half. To your point, uh, so or I mean, half used to be eight games. Now it's like less than half, right? Whatever, seventeen games. But um, listen, a whole year suspension for this, even though, like, like I said, he he did he broke the rules. He knew the rules. He said it. He knew what he did was wrong. They tell you this in, when they have the meetings before the season starts. When you, when you you have these meetings, you're not supposed to gamble. You, and he did it anyway, and he did it in a sneaky way out of state. He he tried to get away with it. I, so I can't con- like, I can't using condone the whole government name no. Like, exactly. Use exactly. government name. Like come on now, man. Exactly. Like you, you you're not even sick about it, my dude. Like you know you tried to be sneaky, but then you did it real stupid. Like, you know, like, I'm, you know, it's, oh, my God, like, oh, my God. Like, it's like that Biggie song, right, 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 TP? Double parked by a hydrant, stupid, you know, like, like, I, ugh, like, it drives me crazy. But a year suspension for this and, and looking at everything else around it, uh, I can't, I can't get with that. But we don't, we're up against it. We don't have a lot of time. I did want to get to, to Carson Wentz. So I, let, I, I'll hear everybody's opinion, then give me a closeout as we get out of here. Another good show. I mean, I, we could talk for days about this kind of stuff. So, serious. I'll start with you. Give me your quick impression of Carson Wentz to the com- – I was going to say the Commodores because somebody said that last night. The Commanders. <laughs> the Commanders. Yeah. And then give you me know, close, bro. You guys know I live here in the Metro, so when the news broke, man, Sports Talk Radio out here went bananas. I mean, honestly, um, we need more time to break this down because I honestly think that the, the, the Washington Commanders got caught, you know, with their pants down because ultimately I do believe that the Indianapolis Colts were going to ultimately end up releasing Carson Wentz. Um, and they, the, the Washington Commanders, have caught Cannon's whole salary, and you know they did, that puts them in the middle of a, a situation where they um, have some cap, some cap issues to deal with in order to fill out the remaining roster. So um, it's it, it's gonna be interesting, but I, I think that an upgrade at the quarterback position was was needed for them, and they went out and whether hook or crook, they got their guy who's gonna lead them for at least this year with the, with the option of, of another year after that. With that being said, man, great show, everybody. Man, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys, as always. Um, as I customly say before I get out of here, if you're not currently a subscriber, um, definitely, you know, rock with us, subscribe to all our platforms. Uh, shout out to the folks over there at Clubhouse. I know Mr. Harvey's going to push them and shout them out. With that being said, man, your boy Sirius is gone. I'll catch you with you guys next week. That'll be good. All right, be good, serious. Michael, Mr. Harvey, thank you for calling in. Give me your impressions of Carson Wentz to the commanders, and then give me a, a plug, bro. Well, I mean, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, when they won the Super Bowl, <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes is playing on a rookie contract still <clears throat> for about four years, $16 million type of contract, right? So it's becoming a thing in this uh, league. If you find the right young guy, uh, get the rookie guy and then, or, you know, see if you, if you can find that right guy and develop the roster around him and then you can pay the stars. Of course, once you get out of that rookie contract four or five years in, then you got to pay the piper and figure out how you're going to put everything together because that guy's going to make 40 million plus. So um, this is probably Washington saying we want to go other places in this draft, um, though I could still see a possibility in which they still – Maybe grab the young quarterback if somebody was there that they that they like. I think they're underwhelmed with the quarterback market, though. I think they got caught with their their pants down as uh, 
Sears just said they didn't get Russell Wilson. I think they really wanted to to try to swing that. And so you got to do something. Um, I think it's a win for the Colts. They still got to figure out their quarterback issues. But the one thing that I think that that we all knew, um, except for uh, the Colts management when they pulled the trigger on the trade, was that Carson Wentz was not going to be the answer there. And so now that's another destination of a team that you may see a couple other veteran quarterbacks uh, in the discussion for, such as the Jimmy G's and, and those guys of the world. So, uh, listen, I love the NFL offseason. I love the, the fact that we do get to see some guys shift. I don't know that this uh, trade makes the commander's football team any better, and I think that it's probably – uh, going to prove to be a stumbling block for that franchise uh, on their way. We'll see. They they give up a lot of assets. Uh, they don't have a ton. They didn't have much at the quarterback position right now. With the ceiling, he could uh, prove to be really good, but uh, we know his health and and then you know with the collapse that he had this past season when he could have gotten his team to the playoffs. Um, there's a he's still got a lot to prove, and so. For uh, the commanders looking at what they had to, to give up to to make this trade, like uh, we'll see. Uh, it's I, I question it for sure. Um, as far as really quickly on the closeouts, man, uh, check us out on the Sports City Champs Network. We got uh, Tuesday nights the front office show, Wednesday nights tonight the cookout, Dylan versus Timeless. Good always wins, right? And then we got the Sunday morning brunch. The uh, the Timeless Brunch, the mothership of all the shows, the Crossover Cafe on Thursday night. Come check us out on Clubhouse. We're at 8.3K, man. We're really trying to push to get to that 10000 by um, our one-year anniversary, which will be April 25th. So come follow us. Watch for the Bracket Challenges coming up. Uh, support the merchandise on both uh, for Clubhouse, for Barbershop, and for Sports City Chefs, man. Once again, man, much love to TP. He's the reason why I'm here, and thank you guys for having me. It's always fun to chop it up from Les Vélez Michael, I love it when you he closes out like that. Listen, I think it's <laughs> I I can't with with I you know I think there was a tweet by one of the um the Colts players, fifth quarterback in five years, and and it's just a mess. They just you know I think somebody had said it too. The Colts just don't have a plan. But I know the plan didn't involve having uh, Carson Wentz. When you lose those two games, I think it was to the Raiders and to the Jaguars in the way he did, and and he's just. He just he just can't win with them. He can make the roads, he can make plays, but you just can't rely on him to to win your game. So um, he's the liability. I think for the Commanders, they needed a quarterback. They were desperate to get one. Um, you know, he's back in the NFC East, so at least he's familiar. But um, you know, I, I there might have been. I don't know if there was going to be a better option once those dominoes fell of uh, Rogers and, and Wilson. So. Uh, Carson Wentz was the next name out there, so I think they would have been better served going after Jameis Winston. But um, you know, it is what it is. So um, that's what that's what I see in there. But uh, you know, thanks everybody for calling in. Callers Cookout, uh, sponsored by PHI Apparel. Thank you for those guys for sponsoring our show. We'll have more sponsors on the way. Um, get to phiapparel.co. Get their merchandise. Use the, uh, promo code Chefs. Get fifteen percent off your order. Um, TP Timeless, you know what to do, man. Let me get your opinion and let me get a close from the big homie. But, uh, you know, listen, 25 years, TP, 25 years. I think we were in, we had one class together, I think, the Monday after uh, the great, late great, notorious B.I.G. passed away we were talking about in class, man. It's just, I can't believe it's 25 years later. But, uh, um, and then, you know, listen, shout out, um, my brother, his birthday today too. My big brother, so uh, Taj, uh, he he did he did the 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 theme song with him and Caviar. So um, you know, shout out to my brother. But TP, you know what to do, man. Get us out of here. Shout out to Taj, man. Thank you for the lookout for everything that you've done for us, man. You and Cav, um, it, it's a lot to you know try to embellish what. What am I closing out on before I do the closeout closeout? Um, you wanted my opinion on which one we were we, we working with. Okay, the Carson Wentz situation. Um, now, looking at the situation that they have, 
I think this is the best way they could have gone. You have Jameis Winston who struggled coming into New Orleans. He came to New Orleans and had a little spark when he started. He got injured. He may be garbage. Um, Him going to Washington with a a coach that may not know him as good as Sean Payton being one of those quarterback whisperers, it makes it interesting. I understand where you're coming from with the money that they had to throw out, but I feel like this is another desperate move for the football team or the commanders, if I'm saying this correctly. Uh, They had to go after a guy like Carson Wentz because, to me, Fitzpatrick or Heineke, they're not the guys for the future. Um, Carson Wentz, on the other hand, uh, he has potential. I feel like if I were comparing him to Jameis Winston, I think he's the better of the two quarterbacks. It's just that he's been in unfavorable situations. Uh, He's a high-risk, high-reward type of guy, and I think this may be the gunslinger that they need at this point in time Um, in a place where they think that he could fall apart, but this is a division that they can end up making something happen. I'm not saying for sure, but the way that Dallas they're ready to unload Amari Cooper, I think this division may be up for grabs, and it could be interesting if the commanders put themselves into position. And nonetheless, I think the Colts keep shooting themselves in the foot. They have no game plan, like we said. They're going after potentially Jimmy Garoppolo or others if that uh, situation presents itself. They are now without a real quarterback starting for them. So, um they're making a lot of desperate moves, which I don't understand. Forget, like, forgive or whatever. So um, the Colts, I'm shaking my head at. The Commanders, I'm, I'm shaking my head at. But I understand that you had to go get somebody. I understand what Barry and, and Aaron hit on, basically saying that they could have waited until he got released so they had they didn't have to be responsible for so much money. But I understand that they had to make this happen. Um, hopefully they could get into this discussion. They won a division two years ago, or yeah, two years ago, I could basically say. Um, I, I'm not for sure, but I think they could be in a discussion because I'm actually done with Dallas at this point if they just keep winning the division, get to the playoffs, and falling short. Uh, it, it, enough is enough. They have to make something happen and uh, watching, you know, this ship keep sailing by them year after year. So, Sports City, thank you to everybody that's been checking us out. Stay tuned to all of the March Madness situations, the brackets they may be coming out soon, uh, especially after Selection Sunday. Uh, pay attention to all of our social media networks, so on and so forth. We will have shows throughout the duration of the week. On that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Of course, I can't get to the, the closing time, but thank you, TP. Love you, brother. We'll be out. Sports City, Sports City. Chefs, chefs. Sports City, Sports City. Chefs, chefs. Sports City, Sports City. Chefs, chefs. Sports City, Sports City. Kaboom, Sports City chefs is in the room. Cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the Sports City chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City.